Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors or publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. There's something new on Airs LA every day. Hi, I'm Patty Matson, and you're listening to Style and Substance. Today's article is from Reader's Digest's December-January 2324 edition on page 62, entitled 10 Nutrition Myths, plus what health experts want you to know instead, by Sophie Egan from The New York Times. This is part two of a two-part series that began on January 2nd. Number six, potatoes are bad for you. Potatoes have often been vilified in the nutrition community because of their high glycemic index, which means they contain rapidly digestible carbohydrates that can spike your blood sugar. However, potatoes can actually be beneficial for health, said Daphne Altima Johnson, a program officer of food communities and public health at Johns Hopkins University. They are rich in vitamin C, potassium, fiber, and other nutrients, especially when consumed with the skin. They're also inexpensive and found year-round in grocery stores. To keep them healthy, stick to roasting, baking, broiling, and air frying. Number seven, don't feed peanuts to little kids. For years, experts told parents that the best way to prevent their children from developing food allergies was to avoid feeding them common allergenic foods, such as peanuts or eggs, during their first few years of life. But now, allergy experts say it's better to introduce peanut products early on. If your baby doesn't have severe eczema, or a known food allergy, you can start introducing peanut products. Consider peanut puffs, peanut powders, or watered-down peanut butter, but not whole peanuts, at around four to six months. When your baby is ready for solids, start with two teaspoons of smooth peanut butter mixed with water, breast milk, or formula two to three times a week, said Ruchi Gupta, director of the Center for Food Allergy and Asthma Research at Northwestern University. If your baby has severe eczema, ask your pediatrician or an allergist about starting peanut products. It is also important to feed your baby a diverse diet in their first years of life to prevent food allergies, Dr. Gupta said. Number eight, the protein in plants is incomplete. Where do you get your protein? Is the number one question vegetarians get asked, said Christopher Gardner, a nutrition scientist and professor of medicine at Stanford University. The myth is that plants are completely missing some amino acids, also known as the building blocks of proteins, he added. But in reality, all plant-based foods contain all 20 amino acids, including all nine essential ones. The difference is that the proportion isn't as ideal as the proportion of amino acids in animal-based foods. So to get an adequate mix, you simply need to eat a variety of plant-based foods, such as beans, grains, and nuts throughout the day and eat enough total protein. Luckily, most Americans get more than enough. It's easier than most people think, Gardner said. Number nine, myth. Eating soy can increase breast cancer risk. High doses of plant estrogens in soy, called isoflavones, have been found to stimulate breast tumor cell growth in animal studies. However, this relationship has not been substantiated in human studies, says Frank B. Hu, chair of the Department of Nutrition at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. So far, the study does not indicate a link between soy and breast cancer risk in humans. Instead, consuming soy-based foods and drinks, including tofu, tempeh, edamame, miso, and soy milk, may even have a protective effect toward breast cancer risk and survival. 
Soy foods are also a powerhouse of beneficial nutrients related to reduced heart disease risk, such as high-quality protein, fiber, vitamins, and minerals, Dr. Who said. And last but not least, myth 10, the best nutrition advice keeps changing. This is not the case, said Marianne Nestle, a professor emerita of nutrition food studies and public health at New York University, adding, in the 1950s, the first dietary recommendations for prevention of obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and the like advised balancing calories and minimizing foods high in saturated fat, salt, and sugar. The current U.S. dietary guidelines urge the same. Yes, science evolves, but the bottom line guidance remains consistent. As author Michael Pollan simply put it, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. The advice worked 70 years ago and it still does today. And it leaves plenty of room for eating foods you love. Well, that wraps up Style and Substance for today, Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. If you'd like to learn more about Airs LA, follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash and be sure to click that like button. This podcast is solely for the use of the blind and print impaired. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Make it a delicious week.